With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Blue, White and Yellow podcast from Leeds United Live. Giving you the in-depth analysis on all the big talking points from Ellen Road. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Blue, White and Yellow podcast. It's a little bit of a different setup here. We are multi-streaming on our Aston Villa FC news page and we are streaming on our Leeds United live page as well. Um, I'm joined by Villa writer Ashley Priest and we are here to get into the preview. How are you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, all good, Con. Looking forward to the return of action um, Wednesday. So um, Villa Leeds, always a good game, mate. So yeah, buzzing for it. Yeah, it always seems that I look. To be honest, Ash, I always look at Villa as well. It's always a it's always a yeah. spicy affair between the two clubs, isn't it? And I think it's uh, two massive clubs going at it again. I mean, and do you look at the fixture list and when you see Leeds, you think I'm looking forward to that one? Yeah, it's, it's always tasty, isn't it? Always. I mean, it's a night game on Wednesday as well. Leeds will pack the away end out as well. Should be some atmosphere down there. Um, it always is. Villa Leeds is something about that. Every every time we play against each other, obviously. Recently, it's been beyond, beyond closed doors, but that's um, that's out the way now. And I'm looking forward to going to a packed out Ellen, Ellen Road soon as well. We yet to have a date about that, aren't we? So it's mad that we haven't faced off yet this season. So um, that's crazy. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it, mate. Yeah, definitely. I think it's. Um, I think, like you said, the battles over the years they've been ding dongs, haven't they? They've been obviously Villa, Villa coming to Villa coming to Ellen Road last season, getting the win. Leeds putting in a, a completely unexpected, uh, mesmeric performance at, at Villa Park, yeah. um, and it was uh, it's it's turned round a little bit though, hasn't it? But we, I mean, we've had a good record at Villa Park. I think Villa have had a decent record at Ellen Road as well. So it seems like both clubs have, have sort of come up at the at the right time and the same time. Uh, Ash, hundred mm, percent, yeah. And like you say, I mean, Villa have been back massively in the transfer window as well. They've come up at a good time. Leeds have been to a squad that's been together for a long time under Bielsa. And I'm not sure what the, what the perspective of Leeds this season, down in 15th. How's it been, how's it been from a Leeds perspective, Connor? Yes, to be honest, Ash, it's, uh, it's, it's been a difficult one this season. I think last season we're actually lucky with injuries, to be honest with you. Uh, the core of the squad, Phillips, yep. Bamford, um, you know, Llorente, Strauch, all of our, our spine, really. Uh, they were key last season and, and this season has been a real difficulty. I think we've had now over 30 absentees throughout the season. Obviously, working with a, a small squad that we do, Ash, um, if, mm. if, if you're getting those sort of injuries in any team, it's difficult. But with the lead side at the minute, it's it's struggling. It, it is struggling. I think, you know, Patrick Bamford, our lead marksman last year, 17 goals. He's only played five games, Ash. So it's... Uh, yeah. It's it's been a difficult one, but but back on your end, um, I mean, I wanted to touch on this side of it as well. To be honest, Ash, I wanted to touch on not only Villa season, but the transition from Dean Smith to Stephen Gerrard. I mean, how would you summarise it all? I think just Gerrard's got the team by the scruff of the neck, and he's implemented his ideas quickly, and they're all bought into it. I think under Dean Smith, that five five defeats on the bounce, the writing was on the wall, the squad was on the floor. Uh, and they needed a drastic change, and Christian Perslow did that. Got Gerard out of Rangers. It was, it was an appointment that, I mean, you look at like, like the Lampard appointment and stuff like the Roonies, and you're thinking, is it a bit of a gimmick? 
as it can he do it at Villa? I know it's a different kettle of fish up at Rangers. But yeah, he's, he's doing marvellous, mate. He really has. The style of play, you can see it there now. It's, it'll be a 4-3-2-1. Plays two tens behind a number nine. And yeah, some of the signings he's brought in as well. Coutinho, that wouldn't have happened under Dean Smith either. Luca mm. Dean reacting to that one quickly. Um, very opportunistic signing that one. Players of, of great, great pedigree. So yeah, I think that pull he has, Gerard as well. That 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 was clear to see in the transfer market and just the style of play. Now he's, he's bringing on the player Jacob Ramsey, twenty-year-old, a bit of a similar similar player to Gerard in his day, and he's coming on leaps and bounds now as well. So. Total transformation, kind of, um, from Villa from where they were back in November to where they are now, and they're looking up rather than down, which is which is pleasing to see. I, th- I think we saw that at Ellen Road with Ramsey. I think he got one, didn't he, at Ash at Ellen Road? I think he scored um, like at last yes. season in the one nil. But I mean, he looks like a real, real player, Jacob Ramsey. I mean, I mean, in a sort of four-two-three-one system. Are you just looking at this Villa side now and just thinking there's there's an array of options? You know, you look at Coutinho, Buendia, Jacob Ramsey. It, yep. it seems like you've got a, a real disposal of depth on your hand. <laughs> yeah, depth. That's what that's the key word there. That's what Villa wanted to build this season as well. They've done it in January again. Hmm. And yeah, you look at the options we've got. I mean, reporting on the weekend and now Ezri Conte is going to be a doubt for the weekend. He, he wasn't in match match action on Saturday, so we brought in Callum Chambers, decent little addition, free hmm. transfer, no risk there. He's, been and done it. He has Callum Chambers. So, we should see if he comes in. And yeah, you're looking at the depth we've got. We've got Danny Ings. He's struggling to get a game at the minute. Ollie Watkins is keeping him out up front. Danny Ings, that's a £30 million player we've got on the bench there to, to bring on, to call upon. Premier League's marksman, as we know him. Um, and yeah, Leon Bailey, he's, he's a bit of a high profile signing from the summer. He's out mm. injured at the moment. He's a £30 million player as well. So, yeah, there's, there's depth there. We've got Bertrand Truro coming back from the AFCON. Did okay over there as well. And yeah, I think the bench is looking good now as well. Morgan Sanson, midfielder for Marseille previously, he's been around and done it in the Champions League. So, like you say, we've got a really good squad. Um, I think I think Leeds are struggling on the, on the squad front, aren't they? And what's the latest with team news at Leeds for Wednesday? Come. Yeah, so we've got Ash. We've got uh, for this for this game. Bamford's out. It looks like he's still not been. I mean, he's he's, he's picked up two or three injuries uh, at the minute and he's really not been able to to, to, to hit the same levels as well, he's not had the opportunity Ash I mean he's, he's only played five games came back for Brentford scored which was brilliant then got injured in, in the celebration <laughs> which was typical um so he's going to be out for this game he's his, his foot injury is reoccurring and apparently, apparently there's no signs of improvement there which is a hammer blow and yeah. um, Junior Firpo more positive news for him he's back it looks like he's going to be back for the Everton game um and Liam Cooper and Calvin Phillips are long-term injuries um so they're looking uh to be back for around March. Uh, we've got, we've got to be fair, positive news in. Charlie Cresswell's going to be back. Um, made a bit of an imprint on the first team this season. Jamie Shackleton, who played at Villa Park last time, and, and Adam yeah. Forshaw, who, to be honest, Ash, Forshaw has been, um, he's been a revelation in this Leeds side. Bielsa said right at the start of his of his tenure at Leeds that Forshaw was the best player in the side, and then he, he's been injured for, for the best part of two and a half years. But he's been a real cover for Calvin Phillips, that blow has been reduced a little bit by you know mm. him coming back into this side. But it was it was a serious press conference. This one it was littered with um, Bielsa essentially explaining his decisions for the transfer for the transfer window, the lack of activity, saying that yeah. the board the board was backing him, but um, but but you know he can't criticize them for that. But 
you know, essentially I'm paraphrasing, but but there was nothing out there apart from their number one target, Brendan Aronson, that that they were looking at. Uh, there's been a lot of players uh, who have, uh, a player in particular in Christensio Somerville, who it looked like he was going to Hamburg, then Leeds uh, said that he wasn't going. So there's been a lot of explanation in the press conference today. And I think our uh, <laughs> our transcribers who were there have, <laughs> have got, a, got a bit of hand ache, as you'll know, Ash, uh, from yes. doing some of these press conferences. Um but yeah, there's some comments coming in. Uh, as I said, it's streaming across Villa and uh, Leeds United sites as well, our Leeds FC page. Uh, so uh, Darren has said, is Buendia fit for Wednesday, Ash? Yes, he'll be fit for Wednesday. He only played 10 minutes for Argentina, made his debut um, last week now. So yeah, he, he played against Mulder on Saturday. He started mm. that game. I think he got an hour in the tank. So he needed some match minutes. I was, I was going to ask you about Rafinha, Connor. He came off yeah. for Brazil. Is he going to be okay, yeah? Uh, from what we hear, it looks like it was. I mean, it was, <laughs> when we saw him go down, Ash, we were thinking, <laughs> no, no, not another one, and not him, not him. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it looks like it was just cramp. Uh, Bielsa hasn't come out today and said anything about him. Normally, he would he would make that clear if if asked that direct question? And yeah, it looks like Rafinha is going to be all right. But yeah, he is. He'd have been absolutely. It'd have been a huge boost for Villa. I think. I mean, I mean, what have you? What What do you make of him, Ash? I mean, this season he's he seems to be lighting up the world. He does, yeah. Well, you, you tell me more than me, Connie. You, you watch him week in, week out. But just, it just seems like he's on a highlight reel every week, taking <laughs> taking players on for fun. He's really on a rich round of form at the moment. And mm. I was hoping you'd say he'd be a date tomorrow, uh, on Wednesday, <laughs> sorry. But, but yeah, I mean, Brazilian international now as well. got five caps, hasn't he? He's coming mm. into his own on the national stage alongside little Philip Coutinho, Villa as well. So, I mean, yeah, yeah players of that ilk that Villa, for Villa and Leeds now, which I suppose well. So, hoping he has a quiet game on, on the weekend. I think he'll probably have Luca Dina to mark or, or something like that. So, mm. Villa will be hoping to keep him quiet. I mean, just how good a player is he kind of for Leeds and how, how key is he? Yeah, he's, I think he's the main man. Um, I think he's the main man, Ash. I mean, I, I've not seen a player like him really in my lifetime. And I think that, I mean, Leeds for my lifetime, Ash, they've been, I mean, 16 years, they were in the abyss. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's not probably a good metric. But yeah, he's he's a phenomenal talent. And I think that the, the world's best clubs are looking at him at the minute. And uh, mm. it, it is interesting really to see what's going to happen with him. There's a lot of talk about him getting a new contract, um, which apparently is progressing quite nicely, which is positive. But yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with him in the summer. We're hoping we can keep him. But, you know, players like that, Ash, I mean, there's, there's actually been a lot of comparisons with with Jack Grealish there, you know, yep. um, in terms of in terms of him moving on and, and and Villa trying to tie him down. But but sometimes, I mean, we're not saying this is this is sort of happening with Rafinha, but but sometimes certain players are just destined for the top, aren't they? Yeah, 100%. We had that with Grealish last, last, last summer. And it was always on the cards ever since Jack signed that, that 100 million pound release clause. It was always going to trigger it. And the thing is, with the clubs, they need to match the players' ambition. Villa were desperate to get into Europe. And had Villa done that last season, I think Grealish would have stayed. So it's up to Leeds now to show Rafinha that they mean business and they want to kick on. So I think I think talks will have to progress. I think Leeds will have to have a big summer in, in the transfer window to, to try and tempt Rafinha to look, hit, stay here, become a legend. And mm. we're going to build some, some exciting moving forward. So I'm intrigued yet to see how Leeds play play the summer window, providing they'll be okay. Um, not much, not much backing in January as you as you as you've touched upon, and that's been the polar opposite with Villa. I think 300 million that they've, they've splashed into promotion, really going at it full hammer. They want to get into Europe next season. That's the aim, and um, I think this season's a bit. I think they've left it a bit too short. Ten points off Arsenal and Tottenham in sixth and seventh, and you're asking a bit a bit there to catch up. So. Yeah, I think Villa will just be short for Europe this season, but they are targeting a big, big finish, and I think it'll be a big summer 
the Villa do again. You, Ash, Ash, do you think that's what needs to happen in the? I mean, we talk about the, the you know the, the modern game and and all the aspects that that you know are, are sort of attached to that. Do you think you 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 have to have a big squad now? Your depth has to be massive, really, to go consistently for Europe. Hundred percent. Gerard said that to me two weeks ago. Now he said, "What he wants a big squad next season. He wants to go at the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup, really strong, and he wants two good players in every position." So, um, I disappointed to see Matt Target leading a few couple of, well, last week. Now he left mm. for Newcastle. We had we had two good left backs there, faulty for positions. And that was that's what you want. And fair play to Target. You went, "No, I'm after I'm after Newcastle to play week in week out, and you'll get game time up there." So he shirked what what what, what more of that to happen. They want to have two good players in every position and that's what they're looking to build. Like you say, that, that helps when you go in the, the big competitions. What, what have you what have you made so far of, of Leeds Ash? I mean, it, I mean it's it's quite funny actually. There's a lot of people saying that last season almost hindered us in a, in a strange sort of yeah. way because Leeds was so good last year. You know, finishing ninth, think a couple of points off eighth as well. And this season, it's been a little bit more of a well, you might say, bring me back down to earth sort of thing. Um, I mean, is that? Do you think there's a reason to panic for Leeds? Obviously, we were just talking about squad depth there i know we were referring to europe but in general in the premier league squad depth seems to be a big thing at the minute um do, do you think that that leads will be okay this season and, and what have you made of, of leads in general yeah you, you know what you're getting with leads don't you they're going to be uh all energy all action and um they're not going to draw many games i think they go all out to the win or that they get done what we've seen i think in arsenal heavy defeat yeah. there 4-1 man city we know what happened there as well but they're backing up they beat west ham on their own turf and Beat Burnley comfortably as well in the end. So, very much a hot, cool leads a hot and cold team on the day that they're very good. And when they're not, they're not very good. So, um, yeah, I think they need to get that little bit of consistency to try and back back a win up with another win. And um, mm. I think they are, they are where they are, 15th in the table. They haven't pulled up any trees this season. Loads of injuries to deal with. And I think just hopefully get over that line and then build for, I think they need a strong summer. Because they've had this same, same squad now for me. Mm. For, for a long old while now and I, need, I think I need to freshen it up and add, add a few good top quality players in there to, to kick on and hopefully get a top half finish next season and build from there and go strong in the Cups and I think that, 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 that's what they're looking to do but yeah Leeds on the whole very hot and cold team for me kind of is is that um you know you just talking there uh, Ash about hot and cold and, and and all this sort of stuff I've seen a lot of because Villa have got four games coming up haven't they which are very winnable and you know could see Villa dart up the table quite quickly mm. um is is this always a bit of a strange game for for any team? Do you think in the division? And I want to refer to Villa there, um, obviously with it being the next game. But is it a bit of a strange game playing Leeds? Because I mean, we saw with West Ham, you, you turn around and say that's an absolute banker for West Ham to win that game, just based on the fact that they were fourth in the division. They were firing yeah. with Rice and Bowen, and Leeds come along. A lot of injuries, you know, two injuries went, uh, two players went off in the first in the first twenty minutes, and you're thinking, God, this is going to be a long afternoon. But yeah. Leeds then come out and were by far the better team, and we blow them away. Are we sort of a little bit unique in that regard? I think so, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you can, like you say. I mean, I remember you, you bashed Villa last season, but Bamford hat trick. I didn't see that coming at all. And yeah, um, I, think, I think I think Ash, I think I think Villa were on good form then as well, weren't they? I think Villa yeah. were doing really well. Really was, yeah. Like you say, there's up there and Leeds just bashed them from pillar to post that that down. They can do that, Leeds with, with their style. If you if you, you have an off off night and off day, I think Leeds can punish you. The mm. likes of Rafinha getting in good positions and. I think on the break as well, you've got Dan James, quick on the break, players like that. 
and yeah, you can get a bop on the nose from Leeds if, if you're not on it, and uh, that, that could happen Wednesday. But I'm hoping not, and hopefully Jared hasn't tuned in. Um, Villa, Villa have been good of late going to Everton mm. and getting, and the crowd was on, on it for Everton. Duncan Ferguson in charge, they revved up, and just to see that, see that at one nil shows that mentally Villa are on it now. So I can't see him slipping up too much on Wednesday. Hopefully, hopefully be a routine home win as far as Villa are concerned. But if you if you, if you have enough, no, Leeds are making pie. Lot of them against West Ham last time out. Have we heard it correctly as well? I think I've read a few reports online that Gerard's really putting them through the paces for this for this game. You know, he's he's preparing um, diligently and, and not like yeah. he wouldn't do for any other game. But I've read somewhere that he's sort of taking them through a little bit of a mini preseason to, yeah. to face Leeds on Wednesday. <laughs> I asked him, "Are you going to be beasting the players?" He said, "No, not really." But he, um, well, he's booked in two two friendlies. They played Brentford last week and Mulder on Saturday, so it is like a mini preseason he's having. Um, he, he keeps saying when he come in November, he was his first game was in a, within a week. He didn't have a, didn't have time with the squad. So this last two week winter break, it's been been really good for him and his coaching staff to get amongst them. Um, you know, games playing the old friendlies, getting some minutes in the legs as well. So yeah, I think double sessions as well. So he's taking a leaf out of Bielsa's book. I don't know if he's doing murder ball yet, but I'm sure that'll be, <laughs> that'll come into it. But but yeah, um, he does work them really hard and. That's clear to see with the running stats you see now. Buendia's doing 12k a game and really running himself into, into the ground. So, yeah, it's a bit of a technical leaf, leaf out of old Leeds' book, I think. <laughs> yeah, just the differences. Villa have just got a ridiculous amount of quality, I'd guess. Exactly. Um, yeah. But with what's, I mean, you brought new signings in obviously throughout, you know, throughout January, Ash, but are there any certain players that have, have, have really thrived under Gerard so far? Yeah, Jacob Ramsey. Um, Straight away comes to mind. He's coming on leaps and bounds now. Like I say, twenty-year-old kid doing what he's doing in the Premier League now. People like Jack Grealish weren't doing that when when they were twenty. Um, mm. So he's coming on strong now. Amy Buendia's new lease. I love him. I had my questions over him at the start of the season. Thirty-eight million pound. I think the fee could rise to. He looked very lightweight um, first few games, getting getting bossed, and now he's he's like a little monster now. He's really run, runs runs hard. I think he'd suit the Leeds Buendia. He'd suit Leeds' system. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah really, really he's, he's coming on he's coming on strong now, Emi Buendia. Uh, so, yeah, Ramsey and Buendia, they're the two picks. I'm intrigued to how the Coutinho plays out. He was disappointed against Everton last time out on his first start. Hmm. Obviously, he scored against Man U the week before in that cameo. Scored a worldie against Brazil last week. So, slowly but surely, he's, he's seeing the Coutinho evolve. So, I'm intrigued to see if he'll start on Wednesday, you know. Because he was a bit below par against Everton. I think Gerard's building him up and we know a special player he can be. So he hopefully he rediscovers some form, kind of, with Coutinho. Because 150 million pound player was he when he went to Barcelona? Yeah. Scary. So um bit of a bit of a I wouldn't say a project with Coutinho, but I think they'll gradually build him up. And yeah, I think one day Ramsey, you know, hopefully Coutinho comes on strong now for Gerard. Um Luca Dean's been a solid signing kind of left back. Mm. 20 more, 25 million quid. Really got the business done quite quickly. Had the waited a couple of days. I think he would have stayed at Everton with the mm. new manager and stuff like that. So he's he slotted in very well. And and yeah, um all's rosy at Villa Park at the moment. And hopefully they can back back Everton up with a result on Wednesday and look up go back into mid table. What are the ambitions then, Ash? You know, obviously you've been a Villa fan as well. We know the club's ambitions, but uh, are all the fans sort of jumping jumping on board with that, it's going to be a consistent sort of top six place. Is is that what what Villa supporters and, and the club are, are looking toward then for the for the for the sort of next five, six year plan? 
Yeah, 100%. That's, that, that's the aim. Back into Europe. That's Gerard's remit, Connor. So maybe he does that by the FA Cup next year or or by league, league, league position. Remains mm. to be seen. But that's the aim, yeah. Get Villa back into Europe. Get, get amongst that top six again. It'll be, it'll be quite difficult, like, like you say. Villa are 10 points off that at the moment. And it all depends on the, how the other clubs perform. Arsenal and Tottenham, they're in a bit of a transition at the moment. All's like Rosie in North London. So you're trying to catch the club, the, the, those clubs up, aren't you? Mm. Wolves are doing well at the moment as well. So... Yeah, it's the clubs around Villa at the moment. They're playing Brighton coming up. They've got Wolves. They've got players. They've got a decent run of fixtures now. Villa, six games with teams in and around them. West Ham coming up as well. So I think they want to finish this season strongly. And I think they'll go. I think they'll go big in the summer window again. Gerard Alavis. <laughs> Gerard has made a couple of signings this in January window, but he's predominantly Dean Smith's squad he's working with, so he wants to put his stamp on it. The owners are back into the hills again, and yeah. Europe's the aim next season. I think Villa will be big players in, in the summer transfer window to go strong and hopefully overtake some of them clubs who are so-called the top six clubs and, and go at them quite strong. And I mean, obviously Leeds have a good go as well. And that kind of, I'm not sure what, what the resources are at Leeds for a big summer, big summer of change. But what are Leeds, amb Leeds ambitions moving forward, would you say? Yeah, that's why I asked you, Ash, initially, and, and you, you might get a, a few Villa fans uh, maybe laughing in the comment section. I'm not sure, but, you know, there's been a lot of talk. Um, obviously, our chairman said, you know, if we stay up, then then we'd like to sort of go for for the, the, the top six, top eight. But that's why I asked you initially at the start about, about squad depth and being close to it. And I think those comments maybe were based on, on last season and improving from last season. We've had such a freak injury list mm. um, that, that, you know, that's, that's naturally been impacted, but it's the cycles. I think when we're talking about, you know, clubs, I think, there's been a lot of talk about Pep with Barcelona and Klopp with Dortmund. When it got to that third year, they had to recycle, they had to renovate and regenerate the squad. Um, so then they could have a kick on, you know, especially with how intense it is. Ash, you know, last week, I think they did, I think preparing for this like this game, they're, they're doing sort of two or three murder ball sessions, <laughs> which is just it's it's absolutely it sounds absolutely chaos. Um, and and you know when when squads are doing that over a three or four year period, there's naturally going to be a little bit of a dip, especially in the in the best league in the world. So I think I'm I'm in agreement with you, mate, in terms of your thoughts with Villa and and how they need to improve and all this sort of stuff. I think Leeds need to go big in the summer, but there's a lot of pressure, Ash, isn't there? I mean, yes. we, we get you know with Bielsa, it's a one year contract every single time. Touchwood, he'll stick around, but it's there's a, it's a big big process, isn't it? Bringing especially with this Leeds side, bringing players in um, mm. to fit the system, this unique system. Um, and and to get them up to speed and and to get players out as well because I think football fans forget Ash don't they that players need to go out at, uh, yeah. you know at, at the same time really hundred percent yeah like you say they need to refresh the squad a little bit players who aren't getting game time that that they want to head out as well so yeah I'm predicting the summer a change I'm not sure what any, any contract issues at Leeds at the moment for the summer would you say kind of anyone anyone expiring. Is it going to be a mass exodus in the summer for Leeds or, or not? Yeah, not not expiring as such. Not any not any major names at the minute. Of Calvin's sort of secured for a. I know Villa are <laughs> keeping yeah, yeah. A, keeping it keeping an eye on him. Um, oh. but yeah, but yeah, Calvin's uh, secured uh, for the for the for the near future and and Rafinha, I believe it's next year. But I think Leeds are looking to extend that, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, but aside from that, it's it's all okay uh, to be honest, Ash. But yeah, I think the big debacle at the minute is. Is Rafinha. Um, so I'll tell you what, Ash, let's let's round it off, mate. Um, and and you've you've given me less 
confidence going into this. I didn't have nah. that much going forward anyway, but that's just me as a fan. Uh, but but what are your thoughts, mate? And everybody get your comments in the section below on, on what your predictions are for this game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Not game under not game under the lights of Villa Park. Should be tasty. Leeds will sell out their allocation and they want to get back on winning ways. It's disappointing one 0 lost to Newcastle last time out. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm expecting a um a charge up lead side to come at Villa quite quite early. But yeah, goals. I'll go for a mad mad three three draw or something like that. That'd be chaos, I'm <laughs> predicting. But yeah, hopefully Villa have a counter available for that one. Gerard's press conference for those that are watching is tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon. So we'll find out more in terms of the squad then. But I think it'd be as you were. I think it'd be Martinez in goal, Cash, Cantor if he makes it, Mings and Dina. I think Jacob Ramsey, McGinn and Douglas Ruiz in the middle. And Wendy Acatino off, off Watkins would be my 11. Um, so, yeah, I need a close game, like you say. I think I'm expecting goals. So I've got 2-2, two, two, kind of 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Um, OK, we've got a, a direct question here for you, actually. Um Ash, so I'll, I'll I'll flag this up before. Here's hoping Villa have enough in their locker to kick on uh, from now till this season's end and push on towards the European slot if that's possible. Otherwise, add the players uh, who could finally make the difference so that next season starts. Finally, Ash, what's your opinion on Cameron Archer? Could he force Ings or Watkins to make room next season if his form continues up the Villa? Cameron Archer, yeah. Um, scoring for fun lately, kind of low knees, kind of eight to Preston. And yeah, he's scored two already. So he's on fire. And yet next season, I think big season for Cameron Archer coming into the summer. I think I think a question needs to be had over Danny Ings. Can he fit into this Villa side? I think it'd be up to up to him now, the striker, to, to force his way in from yeah. now until May. So big investment, that one, Danny Ings. On the same week, Grealish went last summer. Bit of, bit of acted quickly and got Danny Ings in Danny Ings into 30 million. Hasn't quite worked out yet. So remains to be seen. I need to... I've referred to Ings as a square peg in a round hole at the moment. <laughs> deadly, deadly finisher, like you say. He's scored a really good goal at uh, uh, Brentford away. Um, mm. He's more of a finisher than Watkins, but Watkins has a bit more about him in, in, his, in terms of his yeah. work rate in all round games. So, yeah, striker, the striker department is interesting. Um, I think Cameron Archer can, can play a part next season mm. for sure. Mm, definitely, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of options there, um, Ash. I think, mate. Did you even give me a prediction there? Or are you sat on that fence? I said three. I said three, three, didn't I? <laughs> three, three, three. We'll Just take being it. nice. Just being nice. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Yeah. Well, I'll go with a one-one. We've got to be slightly. And do you know what, Ash? I'd take that all day. I'd take that. So, um, yeah. Uh, if you want any more Villa content, go over to our our page, Aston Villa uh, FC News. Make sure you check that out. Uh, Ash is active on Twitter as well. Uh, make sure you go check him out. Uh, what's What's your tag, Ash? Is it? Priest Observer. I used to I used to do the Great Bar Observer, little paper. And then that's oh, why yeah. it is. Priest Observer. So that's me on Twitter, yeah. Nice. There you go. Go check Ash out. He'll have, I'm sure, lots of reporting um, with regards to Leeds as well, leading up to the game in terms of Villa injury news and all this sort of stuff. So make sure you check that out. Um, Ash, cheers for joining me, mate. Yeah, thanks. Thanks to all the Leeds fans as well. Watching me waffle on. Hopefully I've made a bit of sense. <laughs> <laughs> and we will catch you in a bit. Cheers, guys. <laughs> 